listening to Table for One Dumb Boy Premium. <laughs> yeah, baby, you gotta pay for this. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Do I make you? Do I make you? Roll Tide. Right, yeah, right, right. Hey, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, I had to work through that fucking game, so I didn't yeah. didn't really get to watch it. This is really aging the fucking episode right out the gate, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, we're going to talk about some movies with you. What's your favorite shit? You know, we can shoot the yeah. shit here for a second, though. Get yeah. relaxed. What's your, uh, what's your first uh, impressions of my uh, apartment? I love it. I love it. Uh, minimalist. <laughs> I guess I, that's a compliment. <laughs> no, it is. No, it, 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 it's. I, I, it, I think if I lived by myself and I wasn't married, it very much. I think. Yeah, man, you what, definitely. Would, you, you, where you, I think I, my, how my setup would be, man. Yeah, with you being married, yeah. you can't put your, uh, you know, fucking video games and shit out. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> like yeah, a fourteen-year-old lives. I tried. I tried, and she was like, "Okay, well, you can put that in a little cubby right there." Yeah, <laughs> that's going in that fucking drawer. <laughs> no, I was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, sure, that's that's cool." Well, yeah. <laughs> well shit, man, let's just fucking get down to brass tacks. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Uh, um, I probably Sling Blade. For, that's like, a good one. Well, it just yeah, like I don't really, I guess, have like a lot of people with like bands or favorite anything. It's kind of hard to have a favorite. It is the hard to pinpoint just but one. It, but that's one that, like, I guess when it. When you're asked, it just that's one of the ones that comes up, sticks out. Yeah, just that one, like a brother of ours, that was one. That, that's a good one, man. Yeah, it, it just like those are some that stick out. Um, they're kind of ones where uh, with Sling Blade, No Brother Where Art Thou, they're kind of ones that just kind of universally you don't really meet people that don't like those. Yeah, I mean they're just it's I don't know I think that's kind of speaks for it. You know, I mean, yeah. It's just, they're that good. Universally yeah. loved. Uh, it's, I mean, Oh Brother, we're all, it's hard to pick a favorite Coen Brothers movie because they're all good. It, yeah, that's, yeah. But I mean, that's up there. They got mm. like so many different genres too. It's like comedy, mm. you know, they do like No Country for Old Men's, like just, there ain't even a score in that movie. There's no fucking music or nothing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's, that's a one, like a gritty, I guess like noir, western almost. Like but, Far- uh, then you got like Fargo. Fargo's like comedy and drama. Yeah, just, yeah. That's got to be one of my favorites. Fargo's, I watched that one about a month or two ago. Yeah. And, and it's just one you kind of, like, oh, I'll throw it on. And then you watch it, and you're like, man, this... Yeah, it's like I see why uh, I've watched this so many times. <laughs> that's really good, yeah. William H. Macy, you kind of want to pull for him, and then at the same time, you're like, this guy's a fucking douche. You idiot. Yeah, just the whole... It, I don't know. He, you fuck, fuck up, man. He does a really good job, and I think he nails it. Is His character is you're just like, you... Yeah, like, you Just a slimy just, liar. You piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> You can't uh, even lie worth a shit. It's his performance can yes. be very cringy. Watching somebody lie like that and it just fucking uh, uh you know when Francis McDormand's questioning him and he's just like uh you know, I, I, I gave you all you, you know, you all the answers you want. And, and it's just like the way she'll just like look at him and just like Yeah. It, I mean you're just like, dude, st- Oh, stop. Just she's stop. just doing her job. <laughs> just, she said she's just doing yeah. her job. You could play this. I'm not even a criminal, and I could play that cooler than yeah, that. Yeah, come on. Just man. act like you didn't fucking do nothing. Yeah. And it, but uh, I guess, you know, Sling Blade, we could talk about that. It's been years since I've seen that. I don't... Uh, I couldn't... T- usually with movies, I, I you know, I like movies a lot. I could usually tell you who, you know, the... Uh, director is I, like just from the get go. I should know that. I, I couldn't tell you who directed Swing Blade. Billy Bob even. Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton directed yeah. it. Oh, mm. See, I feel like I should. How yeah. did I not know that? Yeah, no, he he um because I because he, he stars in it, and then I'm pretty sure shit. You might want to check. I'm pretty sure it was him. That I, b- I believe that's right. Yeah. Uh, I, I I feel like that makes sense because I feel like it was nominated for uh, a couple of Academy Awards, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, it's got a. Wait, Laura, Laura Dern's not in it, is she? No. No, nah, she's not in it. Uh, uh, Panic actually did a um, music video like with Billy Bob Thornton, in it, and she's in the music video. Oh, okay. But it's weird, because like, I don't think that song's in the movie. It just is like right at the same time. And cause, well, I think huh. it may have been Vic Chestnut. 
because he's the guy in the wheelchair. He's yeah, musician play, you know. And then uh, Colonel Bruce is in it. He's the one that wears. He's like in the uh, the jumpsuit thing. And yeah, when he's wheeling him out, he tells him that quote, and he goes, "Get the fuck out." Yeah, there's a real uh, there's a line that always sticks out to me in Swing Blade, and uh, one of the band they're all having their band meeting in the living room, and uh, one of the guys is like talking about. Uh, one of the band members is like, he's not unlike Gary Brooker of the Procol Harum. And it's like, that's just a weird Because they had that song, Water Shade of Pill. I don't know any of the other songs. It's like, man, that's a... Whoever, like, Billy Bob Thornton wrote it, apparently. And, man, he, he really <laughs> put his fucking music knowledge out there. They know people's names from that fucking band. It's yeah. like a one-hit wonder. And he... uh I want to say that scene, like the like that band that's playing. I want to say like all of them were like musicians. Yeah, we got Dwight Yoakam, Vic Chestnut, um, Colonel Bruce. Yeah, and like yeah, it, it, I don't know, it's just fun. Just that whole that whole we scene. We don't need to fucking practice. Yeah, <laughs> and how shitty they are too when they say they don't need it. Like it cuts to them when they're playing. That shit's yeah. so funny. That dun dun dun. Dwight Yoakam's just fucking. Yeah, <laughs> shit kills me, man. But yeah, Billy Bob Thornton wrote it, uh, started it, and directed it. Yeah, it's yeah. fuck. He's he's a lot more talented than people give him credit for. You know, uh, it's hard to admit that I like Bad Santa even, but I mean, it's just a funny fucking movie. I didn't know. Uh, it came on Comedy Central, and that was one that surprised me. I think Coen Brothers, like, produced it. Bad Santa? Yeah, I want to say Coen Brothers had a hand in it. They that. got some weird credits, man, because they, they, they wrote that movie Suburbicon that came out last year with... Uh, uh, Starring Matt Damon, but George Clooney directed it, and they yeah, wrote it yeah, with yeah. him, and it got fucking shit on. Like people yeah, yeah, hated yeah. that movie, and it's just weird. Like they, they're like as talented as they are, they fucking mm. have a, a shitter every now and then like that. Let's see about that though. That's interesting. I'm pretty that they sure did. they like produce like exactly their names produce. on it somewhere. So, yeah, somewhere. It's got to be right. That that's interesting. I thought. Well, I just when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, okay. I'd- well, Terry Zwagoff directed it. I didn't know that. Terry Zwagoff directed uh, Ghost World, which is a really good movie yeah. with Steve Buscemi and uh, Scarlett Johansson when she was younger. Uh, and what's her name from American Beauty? The uh, Kevin Spacey's daughter in it. Um, oh shit! I can't. I can't fucking remember. This is a film podcast. I don't fucking know. It. This yeah. is about the third fucking thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, that sounds right, though. I, I got this fucking IMDb page isn't worth a shit, but that sounds right. They probably executive produced it or oh, something. Yeah, I just remember seeing their names on it. If Terry Zwagoff directed it, which is a, it's just a di- completely different type of movie for him. But yeah, that's interesting. Um, Sling Blade, though, man, I need to brush up on that one. I, I, it's been, it's probably been almost a decade since I've seen it. Mm. That was one me and my dad used to watch, and my dad's like, it's like a damn comedy. Yeah. It ain't supposed to be funny, but it's like a yeah. damn comedy. It's like, it, yeah. I don't know. That's, I like movies like that. Though. Yeah. It's, like, it's not a comedy, but... It's funny. It's funny as shit. It is. Like, I mean, the part where... Uh, well, what's his name? Uh, he goes, I'll beat the shit. I'll whoop the dog shit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's such a piece of shit, and you're just kind of like, man, you know, uh, this guy's not a good guy. And this probably shouldn't be funny, but God, it's just how he said it and his mannerisms are just so, you know, motherfuckers like that. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. living here. Oh, yeah. come on, man. They nail the rural, uh, like, country, like, town. That is one thing I was talking to a buddy of mine about. When when a movie or somebody tries to do an accent, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like a prideful thing about you know, being here, but... Like when you try to do like a southern thing or southern theme accent and you don't nail it, it's, it's grating. It's, it's grating. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna do it, at least like do it. Like yeah, and there's back though, brother, where art thou? Like that movie, as great as it is, there's some fucking cringeworthy southern accents. Oh, in yeah, that's my favorite guy was the. Uh, Guy that was married to George Clooney's uh, ex-wife. <laughs> my fiance. Yeah. You go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't be talking like that to my fiance. <laughs> I, like I can't even do it. Yeah. But. When he tried, just that, 
With, I don't know just how he does that face, like right when they get yeah, like <laughs> they squares yeah, up to he him. Gets crazy ass. It's just one of those movies that, uh, just like I said, universally like you know your mom likes it, your dad likes it, everybody likes it across the board, and for different reasons. Even mm-hmm. I remember when it came out, I hated the soundtrack just because I heard it so much. Uh, oh, brother. Yeah. yeah, and it's not a bad soundtrack. Like as I got older, I appreciate it more. It's got like you know uh, Ralph Stanley and stuff oh, yeah. like that, which is great, but. uh I just remember uh, the Soggy Bottom boy shit. Man, that got drove into the fucking it, it, ground. It just, yeah, I, I agree. It, but I, there was a talent show in, in uh, elementary school when they did it. Some uh, kids okay, did it, yeah. and I was like, God damn. Like, stop. <laughs> I, I, I'll be, I gotta say, I'll be, uh, I'm guilty of, uh, it doesn't even make sense, man. And I think it's cringy for, like, my wife. Like, she, she cringes at me. Yeah. But, like, if we're, like, at a, a concert or or like anywhere there's music playing and like say I've been drinking I'm pretty drunk I, I've been known to just damn like hot oh, damn it's uh, that song you bottom boy yeah. and just like yell it out and she's like it, they're not even playing a song that doesn't even make sense <laughs> why the fuck are you even saying that I'm like I don't it, I don't know you're like hell I, funny. I, I thought it was funny yeah, I, I enjoyed it I'm trying to put some feelers out y'all like that movie alright then yeah it's like look you at know. your feet like fuck yeah. I thought I knew you guys <laughs> I thought I'd get at least half the room on that one but. yeah man you guys are some cold motherfuckers yeah. alright yeah fuck it let's just listen to the band I yeah I guess we're gonna listen to the shit we paid for <laughs> yeah. fuck me I'm gonna go get a drink yeah I'm just gonna get drunk I'll probably do this again and forgot I did it <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, that's a solid pick, though. You know, uh, uh, going into this, I knew, you know, you're not like somebody I would think you want to get into details about movies, like director photography and stuff like that. That's when, yeah, I'm more, uh, you know, like the director, like if there's like a, like an actor in a movie or something, yeah. I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, then I like them. You yeah. Know? There's plenty of actors like I've seen, oh, like their whole catalog of movies and everything. Might not even know their name. Right. You know, like uh, character actors and shit. Same mm-hmm. here. Like even being a fan of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Not, though. not a clue. Not, not a, clue. a clue. And it, uh, I don't know. I got a friend of mine. Who, he's one of my best buddies. He, huge, huge uh, film, but like love, like, but he's like that. He will know directors, producers, the actors, the, like, I mean, everything to yeah. the point you're like, dude, I, like, <laughs> like how like it's impressive like how yeah the, you're like how an encyclopedia you, like how do you know that and it's it's i can't yeah it's useless knowledge yeah but i mean you know some people fucking do i mean i there's shit like that i'm i'm like that with you gotta know when people want to fucking hear about that shit or not too yeah it, well he's pretty good at he'll you know he gauging it but then as soon as someone else knows he's and i'm just like Corre- all right well, correction y'all, y'all have, <laughs> Kicked me out of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> just be like them two just talking. and I'm, I'm just going to stand back yeah. and, and, and pretend I give a fuck about this. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. <laughs> well, do you have a favorite director off the top of your head? or Probably Cohen or like, like Scorsese. Yeah, Did, just... that, that's, well, I'm glad you said that because you know, those, those are very easy to talk about. Yeah, uh, and, it, and you almost feel like a, kind of like a tool almost when you're just like, oh, yeah. Scorsese or Cohen. Bro. Yeah. But... That, but why wouldn't they be? Right. Yeah. You know, you got to think about why you're saying it. You're not saying it just to fucking say it. You're not saying it because you got a Goodfellas poster in your fucking room. You're saying it because they're both good at what they do. Yeah. And like the movies, like just, I just feel like both of them have movies that you watch and you're like, yeah, that's a damn good movie. It's just done that's well. A that's a damn good movie. And I'm like, okay, well then, yeah, it's my favorite. Right. You know? Scorsese and the Coen brothers are a couple of my favorites. Uh, I, I think for different reasons, for sure. They're both completely different. But uh, Scorsese, man, something he does that that makes me like him is he, he how he uses music. Well, I think he he's he's done like a lot of. Uh, I think he's done like a Grateful Dead documentary. Kind yeah, of thing. he did the. Uh, uh, what was the one he did? Um, um, the Last Waltz. He was yeah, the part. Oh man, that's, which I mean, yeah. one of the best uh, music concert yeah, films that, ever. That, uh, yeah, that one that one blew my. I watched it. Uh, I forgot what it. It was like early high school, like maybe freshman, sophomore. Yeah. And that was one just, my dad was like, oh, man, you should watch that. It's a good yeah. Movie. And they're all coked out and yeah. fucking jamming. It's, it's good shit, though. I mean, if uh, <coughs> I can understand some people, the band's probably not your cup of tea. I just don't get it, though. I don't get how you could not like that. It's just, like, to me, it's just, they're one of those bands, hey, that's just good music. It's just like, good. That, I, mean, it's, I mean, come on, man. Like, you can tap your toe to it. Yeah. And, 
You know, it's not. Levon like- Helm's a great songwriter. On top of like it just sounding good, he just writes. Uh, he's a good storyteller. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he did that. He did Shine a Lot, the Rolling Stones one. Which yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm a big fan of them. Uh, you know, it's one of the more most popular bands of all time. But yeah. it's for a reason. You know, I mm-hmm. think unlike Led Zeppelin, they kind of. I mean, you can't say they really stole from like muddy waters and shit like that. But they, they you know, they, they they appreciated it enough to cover it and stuff and and yeah. give uh. Like they paid the regards to it and credited them for that as to being influences too, but I mean anyway, back to Scorsese though, uh, you can just get sidetracked on him. With, oh, yeah, well, that's a, that's a whole different conversation about music right there. But uh, he just he fucking uses music well. He's used Gimme Shelter in like three of his movies, and every fucking time it works. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Like at the beginning of Departed, uh, that's the fucking one of my favorite openings to any movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he uses that song again. You're like, yeah, this is another fucking time he used it to give me shelter. But I mean, it makes you feel like it. That's what I love about soundtracks. And like, that would almost be really my dream job. Yeah. Would be to just, hey, here's the movie. Like, put music to it. Like, here's, yeah. Make a soundtrack. That would, I mean, that's basically most time I listen to uh, when I, music, I'm like, oh, dude, okay, imagine like seeing this, somebody's pulling up, you're doing this, and then that happens, and then like, bam. Some, yeah. Then like some somebody comes through the window. Or, like most time when I'm listening to music, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Same here. Like I, uh, you know, you hear a good song, you're like that would work in this. Oh yeah. You know, like because uh, when I started writing like scripts for like shorts and stuff, like that's the first thing I went to, and then then I found out mm-hmm. later you got to get the rights to it, and I'm like, well, fuck, man. That's what sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, I can't even fucking do that now if I wanted to. Because I had this idea once for like. <laughs> It'd have to be like a whole movie, but I started with a scene where a guy catches his wife fucking around on him, and it's like a slow motion, him pulling up, walking in the house with a gun, and uh, it's playing that John Lennon cover of uh, the Ronettes, Be My Baby, yeah, yeah. and it's like, uh, if you never heard it, listen to it and think of a guy slowly walking to his house catching his wife fucking some other guy, it's like, it works with it. This is why, it's, well, I like that kind of weird, and I think this may be in a like a horror movie or something, but anytime I listen to the song uh, "Funky Town," uh-huh. just like just an insane, like brutal, like kind of mer- like chaotic, <laughs> just like somebody's running through a house, getting chased by somebody with a knife. Yeah, but with like Funky Town playing. Yeah, just that off. I don't know. Just yeah, it seems like something to be kind of like in a Rob Zombie or a, a, a Edgar Wright movie, yeah. and, and it may it be like it. I may have seen that years ago and been like, that was. Cool. It like, worked. But yeah. If not, I think that should be. I don't know anything that it's in, yeah. like uh, off the top of my head. So you might be onto something there. Yeah. I remember, like when I saw Baby Driver, the Edgar Wright movie. I was like, oh, this this would have been a fucking dream to work on because of how he uses the music mm. in it. Like it's like this is how I would make a fucking movie. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Scorsese just is perfect at that. He mm. knows what he's fucking doing. He uh, did you ever see Mean Streets? It's like uh, one of his first movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh man, you gotta see that. It's uh, De Niro and Harvey Keitel. They, uh, they must be like De Niro and they're, they're yeah. buddies. Cause oh yeah, they gotta be. I mean, he just you know, it's weird with Scorsese because for years, Goodfellas, my favorite movie is. Oh yeah, that was when Dad was like, "Oh wait, you have oh shit, yeah, like, yeah, you, you have gotta, to fucking yeah, see you this." Gotta one. See Goodfellas, and I love Goodfellas, but the older I got. I realized I think Taxi Driver is my favorite of his because when I was younger, I liked Taxi Driver for different reasons than I do now. I thought that uh, Travis Bickle was supposed to be like a good guy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I get why he's doing all this. This is pretty cool. Then you get older, you're like, oh no, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's, he's like a, a he's like an alt right. What an alt right guy would be. <laughs> yeah, now. Like, and you're yeah. like, oh no, no, I like this for different reasons now because yeah. it's like a portrait of a fucking guy like losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> and I didn't even pick up on that when I was younger. And now I think because that's my favorite movie of his. But goddamn, he's just got so many, man. And uh. And do you have a, per, a particular favorite of Scorsese movie? It's hard to pick with him. Yeah, I mean it. I mean, I, I, off the top of the head, I mean, I think I'd give Goodfellas. Just That's a good that, one. Well, that was just one that, like I said, it was. I think early high school. That's when like a bunch of shit. Like my dad was like, "Oh fuck, okay, you're at this age. Wait, I can show you all these different things and yeah. music and this and that." And that was just one of those movies for me where like I'd. 
just watch like bullshit movies. I've always loved like comedies and shit. But, yeah. But then that's when dad was like, oh, hey, dude, let's watch Platoon. Let's watch yeah. uh, let's, Goodfellas. You know, like all, just all kinds of different movies. Oh, he's classic. Yeah, it made me rewatch uh, Oh, Brother. Uh, because the first time I watched it, it was like right when it came out. I guess I was just kind of young. And I was yeah. like, I don't... It, You'll pick up on shit. You don't really follow it. Like mom and dad are laughing at, and I'm just like, I don't. Yeah, I don't get why that is. How's that funny? (laughs) Yeah. Then you realize later it's like based off Homer's Odyssey and like all that shit. And it's like, damn, the Coen brothers is fucking geniuses. They really really are. What's their first? Blood Simple. Yes. That one's just fucking. You can see how that was kind of the uh, groundwork for making No Country for Old Men. Almost. I just like watching it. It's just one yeah. Of this looks just, good. It just, I like yeah. It's just it's one of those movies you watch and you're, it just keeps you right. At least me, like I just intrigued. It holds your attention. Yeah. And then and that end is just bizarre. Crazy. Man. Emmett Walsh, uh, the old dude with the the cowboy hat and everything mm-hmm. in it. He's him in that movie, man. It's just everything he says oh, yeah. is quotable. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, it, it's just they're the most diverse filmmakers ever. I think. Uh, did you see the Ballad of Buster Shrugs? I've not yet. It's uh, good, man. Yeah, my, my buddy that I said loves it. He was like, it's sad. He's like, it's it is, man. Of- it's just about death. Every yeah. every story is about that, and uh, you could see each one being made into a, a, a its own movie. Yeah, but it's like they had these ideas for westerns. So, so is it just like a movie of kind of like shorts, or is it kind yeah. of like acts, or like yeah, it's like you start. Is it? They all tie together in their, I guess, in the same universe, and they're all about death. Yeah. Like, uh, the one I liked the most was, uh, it, it actually changed. I liked the Buster Scruggs one where Tim Blake Nielsen was the cowboy mm. that sang and shit, and it's kind of a more upbeat, like, musical almost. Yeah. And uh, that one was my favorite. Then, you know, I watched it again. There's one, Tom Waits is a gold prospector. I love Tom Waits. If you love so Tom much. Waits, <laughs> this, is, this is, like, one of my favorite things he's ever done as far as a movie. Uh, and it's, he's just an old gold prospector, and it's like, man, I, they should have made that new entire movie. I would have watched it. What's the one? It's uh, Liam Neeson. Is that the one that uh, my buddy? His name's Trey. He that's the one that he was like, yeah, man, it's good. He's like a lot of them are kind of sad and kind of. That one's really sad. But yeah, he he said there was one. I think it was the one with Liam Neeson. Most likely that, that one's he fucked said up. that he was like, dude, at the end of it, I was just kind of like, ooh, yeah, it's <laughs> rough. Like, it's a rough one. It's called Mill Ticket. Um. Not to spoil it, uh, but I mean, basically what it's about is uh, there's a guy played by, uh, uh, I don't, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy, but he was like a fat kid in Harry Potter and now he's an adult and he's, he plays the guy. Oh, he has, um, is he kind of, he was like kind of fat buck teeth gap. Yeah, he was the he kid up. that was the little asshole that lived in that house Harry Potter lived in in the first movie. I'm trying to, I think I know who you're talking about. But he was a child then and now he's an adult and uh, he, he, he plays this uh, guy that tells these like, uh, He's a storyteller, but he tells it really like intriguing, yeah. and uh, he doesn't have arms or legs. And Liam Neeson carries him from town to town and makes money from him telling these stories, like with the audience. It's about him being his meal ticket, basically, and how he just kind of treats him like shit and doesn't give a fuck about him as a person. He kind of just uses uh, him for I, money. I can kind I can see how that yeah. could be very. very I it's mean, fucked up. He said it was. He said afterwards, it's when he. I think he like said he paused it. Or something. It was just, a lot of people damn, didn't like. Yeah, I, he's like that was rough. It's rough. A lot of people didn't like that one, but uh, it was one of my favorite ones, uh, just because uh, it's interesting. I never, I don't even know where they come up with these fucking ideas at. It's just such an interesting idea that, that they went with with that, and uh, it, it it was one of my favorites in there. But they're all good in their own right. There's like one I'm not crazy about, but it's not terrible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, do you have a particular favorite Cohen movie? That one's a tough one. I don't even know that I can answer it. Yeah, that that because like you, like we were saying earlier, like so many of them have like kind of give you a different feeling when you watch it. A different, yeah, they're kind of more enjoy. Some are more kind of humory, yeah. Based. Some are more, and they're so goddamn know. funny. Like they are fucking genius I, comedy writers. I always wonder, yeah, if like. If when they start out, if if like some of the things they write and do, if it is like, oh, this will get a good laugh. Yeah. Because some of it, I can see how some people don't see how it's funny, and then yeah, or like how it maybe wasn't supposed to be funny, but just how the actor read it or did the scene. Like it, it's just so it, it's crazy. Like, yeah. have you ever watched an interview with them? 
I've watched it was I think one from like the nineties or early two thousands. They're really uh like emotionless almost, and it's like crazy they come up with this shit. Yeah, that, it's, it's it's weird because yeah. the fact that they wrote the Big Lebowski to me that that if I'm picking my favorite Coen Brothers comedy movie, that's for sure. Oh, it. Yeah, that uh, I can watch that all the time. It's just, that movie is one of the funniest movies ever to me. No. Oh, uh, and I just love Jeff Bridges, too. Jeff Bridges is great. Fucking John Goodman in that movie. Walter Subcheck is one of my favorite fucking characters of any movie. There's this dude that cannot fucking let go of Vietnam, and he, he, he ties it into everything. Like, they're sitting there bowling when Smokey steps over the line. He's like, Smokey, this isn't Nam. This is bowling. He's like, what the fuck's that got to do with anything? <laughs> It's just one of my favorite, like, little things Walter says in that movie are so fucking funny. Well, and, and John Goodman just is hilarious in that movie. It just, like, the, uh, you know, just to shut the fuck up, John. Every time he talks. Uh, he just <laughs> jumps out the car. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's wrapped up in fucking duct tape. <laughs> It's like, what is this plan? How did you think this was going to work? Yeah. Uh, I think it's just little things like uh, that. Jeff Lebowski, the dude's like a big Credence fan, and he like reports that his Credence tapes were probably stolen out of the car. And he's like, uh, the cops just like, I wouldn't hold up much hope for the tape deck. And the other cops like, or the Credence, like yeah. just <laughs> pissed that he likes CCR for some reason. And it's well, just like the small things, uh, that, or just like the part where he's just riding. And I think he's listening to Credence doing the thing, and he's smoking. Yeah, <laughs> and he drops the roach. Oh my god! He just runs into the dumpster. That shit. That, that part. It's hard to pick a favorite like thing I've laughed at the hardest, but I remember back when I used to smoke weed, I'd watch it all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And obviously, it goes without saying, it sounds lame, but I mean that shit does make shit funnier. You oh, start, you start to yeah. like notice things you didn't notice. That's a that is one movie when you watch high, you you, you you'll never look at it the same again because it's yeah. so everything is so funny in it. But that part I remember just being like, this dude can't catch a fucking break. He's fucking, how he wrecks and everything is just goddamn. Yeah, yeah, like just the whole, because I don't know, for me, you just didn't expect it. He's just cruising. It's just like the only break he's got, and he fucks that up. And he's hitting it, and then just, I don't know, I thought like, oh, he's going to burn it up. And then he just runs right into a dumpster. Yeah. (laughs) It's just funny because he's just so used to getting shit on and shit not going his way, and he's just such a kind of floats through life that uh, him getting his beat-up-ass car back and just having a roach, like, that's... He's back to being happy again, and that shit, in an instant, he fucks that up. (laughs) Well, then uh, then the scene with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, we had uh, talking to his bunny... And yeah, like I'll suck your dick for it. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> yeah, delightful. We all we're all very fond of her. He can't watch that. <laughs> yeah, or he has to pay a hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie. God, it's just it's weird. Like it's one of those just they got magic in a bottle for that one, and it's crazy to think that that movie didn't get good reviews when it came out. Yeah, like people yeah. kind of shit on it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, uh, you know Scott Gordon, right? Uh, he's a comic here in Birmingham. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Uh, he he went to see it, and I remember him telling me, you know, like I'm jealous, I'm jealous of shit like that, like oh, getting to see yeah. that when it came out. And he was like, yeah, he remembers like it just didn't get good reviews, and him being like, no, that, that was like him and his buddy that went to see it's little thing for a while. Because it was like 10 years later, it became like a cult yeah, then phenomenon. Yeah, like the right people or something were like, no, you got to watch it. Yeah, it got like a cult following, uh, which is interesting, Uh to think about because a lot of movies get that later on uh do you have any movies you think about now that are kind of like that like where uh ones that kind of came out in the last five years that didn't really get a lot of respect but you 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 were kind of like i don't this is kind of my thing uh because i got a couple and i, I think you'll agree with okay, one say that because i can't observe and report i think what? the one with seth uh, rogan seth, yeah 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 because yeah. jody hill and danny mcbride wrote it and that movie, when I saw it, I was like expecting it to be kind of shitty. I wasn't super familiar with Jody Hill yet when it came out, and that's kind of what got me into that in Eastbound mm-hmm. and Down. Um, but I saw that, and I was like, holy shit, this movie's fucking funny, and it's like dark. Like, I thought yeah. it was going to be some shitty Paul Blart mall cop thing. Well, see, well, that's what I think confused me about it, too, was I was like, oh, this is going to be Seth Rogen's version of fucking Paul Blart. Yeah. And then you watch it, and you're like, oh, 
This is nothing like. Yeah, this is dark I mean, as fuck. Maybe a little similarities, but not the, really. I think that'll be one of those movies where in 10 years, people are going to be like, uh, oh, wow, what the, the fuck were we missing? Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know Danny McBride was actually, that part was written for him. And Seth Rogen agreed to it, and they were like, yeah, this won't really sell with Danny McBride as a lead. He wasn't Man, really I well bet. known. I it would have been a much better movie, I think. With Danny McBride, I, I just love him. I watched uh, Arizona. Have you seen Arizona? I did. I didn't. Did you like that? It was. It for me. It was just. Uh, I watched it, and at the end, it was like, okay, well, that's it. That's it's over. No, yeah. Like, it, like I didn't. Hate didn't really it really fit. Was, yeah. It was like that for me. Just kind of. Kind of. All right. Well, that's. It was movie. a disappointment because it was like they got a script for something. Arizona is this movie that came out this year about kind of it's framed around the housing crisis, like in two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and it's like. But why Why was that, like, framed around that, really? It seemed like it was like they just had to make a movie, and, like, they just didn't know what to do with it after that. Yeah, it just... I don't know. I feel like it could have... I don't know. I think it could have been... I don't know. I think it could have been better. I definitely do, too. I think uh, if they would have got Danny McBride and Jody Hill to punch the script up or something. Yeah, and make it almost... Try to be funny. Because I was almost thinking, like, oh, I bet it'll have some funny shit. And then it was like, oh, now he's just kind of... Being like this kind of darker, kind of yeah, he's lost to shit, and I kept waiting for like some punches or and there was like some little ones. What was it that he did or he said or did something that I was like, ah, there it is. And then I was hoping it was gonna keep, and I was like, no, uh-uh. it just yeah, just Danny McBride being kind of a crazy yeah, that's something else. Uh, it, it works with him and Jody Hill and uh, David Gordon Green are together, and they all kind of yeah. work off each other. But uh, I guess that's a good as time as any to say your who's your favorite actor is. That's another hard, but probably Dan. I just I really do just. I mean, obviously like comedy, mm-hmm. like and I just like his. The reason I say him, uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny McBride. Yeah. is um, I just love watching him. I just like every yeah. time he pops up or his first thing I ever saw him it was uh, or it may not have been the first thing. But it may a uh, foot fist way. Yes, that's that a fucking, fucking. Oh my oh, god! That, that's one that I think how we were talking about like the Big Lebowski. I think maybe at some point that'll be something. That's that, an interesting one. Like it, that one has got to get funny, <laughs> dude. It, it, every fucking joke in it fucking is great. Uh, I love one of my favorite parts when I first saw it. Man, I, I could not stop fucking laughing. Is when he finds out. That his wife had been making uh, the copies of her tits and stuff with her boss, and the way like the camera shakes and it does like that music, and it's, it's like, like yeah, <laughs> and you hear like that ringing noise like from war movies when the the an explosion goes yeah. off. <laughs> Shit, it's just done so well. They do really dark humor well. Him, Jody Hill, David Gordon Green, all those guys. Uh, and I'm leaving the other guy out. Uh, I can never fucking remember his name though. It's fucked up because like I love the dude and I love all they do. And he's a he's a very important ingredient to it. But he's the guy that played uh, what's the uh, guy's uh, at the end? The of Alabama it? Slammer. Yeah, yeah, him. That dude because he, he, he plays Ben Best. Yeah, okay. He's he's it was a Clegg. Clegg, yeah. 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 If, well, I like that, but just works at Shabooms <laughs> <laughs> from Eastbound and Down. <laughs> yeah, and then I followed Panic for a while. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, yeah, you got to make me some tapes, man. Make me some tapes. Yeah, yeah, that sounds real fucking cool, man. Sitting yeah. there doing coke with a uh, uh, goddamn Kenny Powers. That was a uh, weird for me uh, talking about Danny McBride because I wasn't familiar with the Foot Fist way. And East, around the time Eastbound and Down came out, I remember he was kind of popping up in the mm-hmm. Pineapple Express and stuff. And I remember seeing Pineapple Express. And I don't know what it was. But I didn't like Danny McBride. Really? And that it's crazy to think about mm. now because I'm such a huge fan of him. And like his comedy is like spot on what I would do if I can make TV shows. Oh like it's yeah, like exactly like, what I want to fucking do. Like, and he's just one of those where like that would be so like I oh my like I think I'd lose my shit. Like right. you never work to a point where it's like, oh hey, you're gonna be on this set yeah. and work with Danny McBride. Like I would Oh, right. It's like, okay, well, this is great. That's like a dream come true. But I remember uh, my friend Wade was really into Eastbound and Down. He was like, you got to watch this fucking show. And I'm like, well, it's got that fucking dude from Pineapple Express. And it's like, and what it was, was I was like, I just did, I felt like, I guess at the time, uh, I I felt like he wasn't like subtle with his humor and he was always kind of out there and like, I guess I felt like it was too fucking lowbrow for me or some Mm, stupid shit. 
whatever fucking reason. Oh, there's plenty of things like that, me too, where you just kind of see somebody or watch uh-huh. them and you're like, yeah, fuck that. I was more narrow-minded than too and was like, I would see one thing and just be like, fuck that, I don't... And then I was like, you know, I'm going to give the show a shot. And like right from the fucking opening, I was like, oh, my God. I've been, what the fuck am I? I love this dude. Um, And it's just like, it's crazy to think that that I didn't like that dude for a minute. I like the, I think, I forgot how I started watching it. But I remember our little circle, our little, like my friend group or whatever. uh, People I knew, I think I was the first one that had watched it. And it, it's just one of those that it was so nice because I remember I got it on DVD. I think me and Dad watched it somewhere and then got it yeah, like the season one. And it was just that little treat I could do to everybody. Be like, hey, yeah, watch this. And people be like, what? what is this? I'm like, don't worry about it. Just, just watch just, this. Just watch this. Watch all these. Yeah, it was kind of like that with me because I bought the first season after that. And uh, my dad now is a... He fucking loves uh, yeah. that show because uh, I showed it to him. It was like, yeah, it's like you show that everybody you show it to is like, holy fuck, they're immediately into it. Yeah, like loves it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he hasn't gotten into Vice Principals yet, but he's a big Danny McBride guy now. I love Vice Principals. I love Dude, I, everything he does is great. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm on board for it. Like, and it's usually got to be something he he's in the writing room for. Because, like I said, Arizona, I wasn't crazy about That was some script they got. And, yeah. And I think maybe he did the best he could. I, don't, I mean, obviously, I don't right. know how it went, but I, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I just, yeah. Well, it's like, God bless Will Ferrell and Adam McKay for fucking finding them. Because, uh, like... They, they did it, like, at a film festival. Yeah. Or didn't they? And, and, like, when you see that, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Like, Adam McKay, fucking Will Ferrell, uh, Danny McBride, and Jody Hill and Ben Best working together. It's just, oh. like, this fucking recipe for, like, the funniest shit ever. Yeah. Because Adam McKay is, like, without question, my favorite Saturday Night Live writer of all oh, time. yeah. Uh, wasn't crazy about Voss, the movie you just made. With um, that's about uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I didn't hate it, but it's like I like. It's like Adam McKay. I want him to do shit like with Will Ferrell, and clearly, right now, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley need him. Watson and Holmes. I've you? heard terrible fucking reviews. I have too, and it it's one man. It I for real. Like, uh, there's some people, like, when they say something, I'm like, okay, well, you know, if he said it, then I'll... Yeah. I'm sure it's probably not that good, or it's really good. And I don't think I've heard any from anyone that I'm like, hey, I trust their opinion. Yeah. Every, everybody else is like, oh, fuck that movie. Yeah, it fucking, seems, it seems I, like right out the gate they were going to hate it, but... So I'd rather watch it, and then... Because I might, I mean... I'm going to see it when it, you know... When it's on demand or something, like but or yeah, uh, but it does kind of make sense because uh, Adam McKay is like a big part of that recipe. Like mm. all those dudes are funny in their own right, but when they work together, they make the fucking gold they make. Like Anchorman, right. Step Brothers, all that stuff. Uh, Talladega Nights. Like Adam McKay is like a big part of that. Like he's the behind the camera guy, but like he he's an incredible fucking comedy writer. Like, you look some of his shit he wrote on Saturday Night Live up. It's some of the best shit ever. Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, off the top of my head, one of my favorite things him and Will Ferrell did on there was uh, the Neil Diamond storytellers. <laughs> <laughs> some of the funniest shit yeah. I have ever heard. Uh, but, yeah, like, that, that, that's a good pick, though. Danny McBride, man, like, uh, movie snob or not, like, I'll, I'll punch somebody in the fucking face that's got a yeah, problem dude, with that. Like, <laughs> oh, man, like, Danny McBride, you... You don't appreciate... He's a good filmmaker, though. Like, he yeah. has an eye for filmmaking, too. Mm-hmm. Like, make no mistake about it. Like, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, man, he just... I don't know, he just seems like the kind of dude that is just probably... And also, like, um, I guess, like, really just people in general that any kind of art like musician or there's a lot of reason why I'm attracted to some people is I'm like, Oh, I feel like, I feel like one, they're good, but also feel like I, they're just probably be cool. Like, yeah. David Brad seems like, you know, you hang out with that dude. And yeah. Like, and he seems like he would just be cool as shit. And uh, yeah. Funny. He seems like somebody that would just be funny in general. Yeah. Just, you just like invite over, watch fucking WrestleMania or some shit with that dude. And it'd just be fucking a blast. Yeah. He, I, I, I really love that. And like I said, I, I, the reason I say him is there's obviously something like we were talking about Jeff Bridges, and that's yeah. when, when you get asked, you're like, uh, it's a lot of shit. Yeah, it's and, a lot of shit. And, and, but then talking about Jeff Bridges, I'm like, oh, well, all the shit he's been in, I fucking love Jeff Bridges too, right? But Danny, he popped in my head. Well, know. as a comedian, too, yeah, you know, yeah. you're kind of like, I look up to that. I, I he's one of the people I look up to he, in comedy. He, that would be a dream if just, he's 
Just, yeah, like pitching a show to Danny McBride and him wanting to executive produce it and just kind of let me do my thing and then punch it up and shit. That would be the best. Oh, dude, I'd probably have to take a day to just be like, oh. I can't believe this shit's real. Ooh, like, holy yeah. shit. Like, yeah. That would be fucking nuts. But yeah, man, uh, now that we're through all that, I got to ask the question that is what the podcast is pretty much based around is uh, on this podcast, we love Paul Thomas Anderson. He's one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. Uh, Chris feels the same way about that. Um, so do you have a particular favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie? I'm going to go with uh, There Will Be Blood. It's a good one. That's a lot of people's go-to, I think. Mine is mine's a little different, though. Um, be honest, I haven't seen a lot of uh, his movies, but uh, Trey, uh, the dude I keep talking about, he, you know, we grew up together. Yeah. Best friends a long time. Uh, he loves him. Yeah, and there was one day we were uh, at my apartment. This is like several years ago. He's like, "Hey man, uh, let's watch There Will Be Blood. Want to watch it?" He was like, "It's it's one of the best movies ever made." He was like, "This movie, it's it's mastery. Got to watch it." Gotta this is the first it. time you'd seen it. Uh, I think I tried to watch it one time, and because it, it's very like a long slow, movie. it's long it's like, and slow. Yeah, like it's the first half hour. I think there's no talking whatsoever. Yeah, so I think the first time I tried to watch it, I was like, "All right, fucking next." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. It's one of those you guys sitting like like. Take it the fuck in. Yeah. Well, okay. The reason why I said that is is me and Trey. We're we're this is year this is before I, you know I had my little girl and everything and is I was on an off day just watching around fucking getting high and shit and I just I remember I got stoned and I was like I want to watch it and I want to get into it and I just remember watching the whole thing and we just watched it no interruptions I, I was just in it yeah and then afterwards he was just like right and I just looked at him and was like dude that fucking sucked. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> and, and he was like, what? And I was like, dude, that movie is trash. <laughs> and he was, like, that, that, he was like, no, no, it's I not. I thought I fucking it, had it you. Like, fucking everybody knows. That movie's wonderful. I was like, no, it's not. It's it, it's a hard sell. It, it, it is. No, I, I, just, I just like fucking with him about it. it. No, I really did enjoy it. It's one that, because I've been serious with him and been like, I, I just would like to watch it like two or three more times. It's hard like, to fucking... Yeah. Watch that with somebody. Yeah, That's like, a movie you watch by yourself yeah, I, yeah. when you got time. I'd want to do that and do it like a couple times and then be like, all right, and then get because just high and just there were breaks in it. We're just just focusing on the wrong thing. You're like, oh shit, what was it? Did yeah, I miss shit. Because I feel like it's a pretty dialogue heavy. Movie. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's kind of what sucks you in is like Daniel, just how Daniel Plainview talks about shit. He's just that evil fucking greedy fucker. And um, that's kind of what that's what draws me to. I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's interesting. Somebody would be like that, and it's just it's a hard sell though. It's it's uh, me personally. It's not like high up on my list of his favorites, but I mean I love all of his movies. I love There Will Be Blood, but uh, rewatch value it's it's a tough one. Yeah, well I want to do it uh, one not you know after I've taken and just the whole time just taking bong rips. And then yeah. like he'd, he'd just say something just profound and just intense. And then I'm just like, oh, shit. And then thinking about my own life and shit. And then it's yeah. like, oh, fuck, I missed more. That, yeah, so then you got to rewind. Well, then towards the end, I just kind of was like, hey, fuck it. I'm just ready to get out. And then I just knew. I knew it was coming. So it was like I knew that punch to him. Yeah. And then afterwards, how was it? And I was like, yeah, man. Movie fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, what the fuck? No, it doesn't. It's you gotta get him with that. You gotta fucking tell him it sucks just to see uh, his reaction. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it's priceless. Because like I just sat there, and I, he, like you said, I think he was like, oh hell yeah. He thought you were. Gonna he's fucking, on board. He's on board. I called him and, on this one. Fucking yeah, dude. Fuck that movie. <laughs> and he, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, he and we talk. We we talk about this and have plenty of time to talk about it more like on the podcast, but he has like different, he has two different periods. I think of how I, how his movies are. Um, and he started with the movie heart eight, then made boogie nuts, which kind of mm. blew him up. And that all the way up to, uh, punch drunk love. That was the end of an era. That's uh that's Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah. That was the end of an era for him. And it has to do not only with his, the person that was scoring the movie, but how he made movies. Because those were not period pieces. Those were all current. Well, except for Boogie Nights, obviously. But those were mostly current day, and he had John Bryan as the guy composing it. Then 
he makes there will be blood and it's like setting you know it's like 18 1800 yeah and it's like period pieces like that from there on you got johnny greenwood from radio had to start scoring his movies and it's got this different tone and everything it moves slower and uh it's like two different types of filmmaker almost but um it's hard to pick a favorite period of that, but I, I swear before we asked you, I, I thought you were going to say Boogie Nights was your favorite. Me, yeah, no, it, um, it's been a long time since I'd seen it. I, well, I, uh, why I said uh, There Will Be Blood was solely for that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact that, because uh, that's like a content, like we still, because we work together now. Yeah. And we st- like there'll be random times. He, he'll just, like out of nowhere, we'll be like at lunch eating or something, and he's just like, how the fuck do you not like there will be like right randomly say it and i'm just like man you really you're really that great really to me sticks in you you're he's, still thinking and about he's just this. like dude it's just so fucking good and you don't like it like you fuck you he, and he'll he'll always be like you can't like movies you can't right like now and it um it's odd man because uh i love that movie but it's a weird one man it took me a few tries and it's it's i understand why people wouldn't like it was well, well I, i've watched it one time fucking stoned so that's why like and that's what i tell him now is like dude no i agree i need to just watch it on a like a sunday afternoon yeah like, like a day like this just watch it and i and i do think i'd like because i remember there were parts that are like oh this is badass yeah but then i would lose focus and it it's easy to man yeah. it's very slow moving and uh it uh i don't know like i, I like that movie but um it's a, it's a, like I said, I get it why people don't. And it came out the same year as No Country for Old Men. Oh, shit. And uh, it was, they were both nominated for Best Picture. And if I had, like, Paul Thomas Anderson's one of my favorite filmmakers, so are the Coen brothers. If I had to pick between the two, it's an easy pick for me that No Country for Old no. Men I like better. It's, it holds your attention more. Still slow moving. They're both similar, kind of, like how they're mm. shot. And I think Roger Deakins is the cinematographer for both. Which is something I said we wouldn't fucking talk about, but he's like one of the best cinematographers ever. If you if you think of a movie that looks good, he probably fucking mm. he does all the Coen Brothers shit. He did uh you know Blade Runner, all okay, that yeah, shit. Like all his shit just looks good. Okay, then I, yeah, okay. If he does like a lot of Coen shit, then I I, I do like that like, yeah. vibe, that kind of how it looks. Yeah, just, yeah. And uh, I think No Country for Old Men looks fucking amazing. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm trying to think. Is there any other Paul Thomas Anderson movies you've seen? Uh, what what are some of his? Uh, he did Hard Eight, which is not really one a lot of people know is his first movie. It had John C. Riley in it. He's one of the stars. You should see it. It's it's good if you like John C. Riley. Uh, yeah, I love him. Yeah. Who he is in a lot of his earlier movies. He did you know Hard Eight, uh, Boogie Nights, Magnolia. Did you ever see that? Which one is that? It's that? got Tom Cruise, John C. Riley, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I want to say that's one that I it, just like a random. I think I have seen like 30 minutes of it. It's really like, good. Like walked in. Yeah. yeah, but it's three hours long. It's it's a long one. And it's good, but it's also one of those hard sell ones of his. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. Like uh, I, I love all of his movies, but I also get why people wouldn't. Uh, what, uh, what would you... Okay, um, I haven't really, you know, delved, uh, delved, dove, dove. We get what you mean. Yeah, Fuck it. haven't really jumped into this catalog. Dove in head first. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, what would be like a recommendation for like someone like me? Like, hey, do you want to get into him? If you want to get into him, I would say Boogie Nuts because that's my favorite of his. But if you want to get into him, I would say I would watch Punch Drunk Love. And if that movie isn't really for you, mm. you might not be a big fan of his. I think that one's a good one to start with. Uh, that's one of my favorites of his. Uh, I think my favorites of his would be Boogie Nuts. Uh, then The Master's a good one. You know, The Master's a good one to go into. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's kind of... Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is kind of loose, very loosely based off L. Ron Hubbard. And he's nice. got this bullshit religion, and Joaquin Phoenix just got back from the war, and uh, he kind of vulnerable and falls for it. And yeah. it's just about him you know, fucking him over basically and just brainwashing him. It's pretty good. That also not for everybody. I like that one. It's one of my, that, that and Boogie Nights are my favorites of his, but I'd say the master of punch drunk love would be a good start. Uh, But Boogie Nights, that's uh, Wahlberg, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's He's, great in it. (laughs) Yeah. He's doing what? uh, John Holmes. It's very, very loosely based on John Holmes. Um, It's kind of his own 
character, uh, but um, yeah, it, but Paul Thomas Anderson said that it's very loosely based off that. I mean, I'm thinking of what's the one with uh, Val Kilmer? Yes, yeah, uh, Wonderland. Wonder, Wonder, yeah, yeah, that one is John Holmes. Uh, but yeah, uh, Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson's going on record saying John Holmes was a big uh, inspiration for that mm. script. But uh, yeah, like uh, Boogie Nights, everybody fucking knows. I don't ever shut yeah, the fuck no, up yeah, about that one. Yeah. But I mean, that's just the best movie ever made, in my opinion. What Boogie uh, Nights is? Yeah, I think it's my it's it's my favorite movie i wouldn't say the best made um but it's my favorite personally but yeah i mean anybody you've seen boogie night so you like you kind of have it in the back of your head yeah, a little no, bit I so know what it is. It, I, it's one i need to watch again i watched it what like maybe close to like what a dick that movie's pretty yeah it's, it came out in 97 early, yeah. 90, okay but yeah, it's it, been a while it's not one that i would say go in if you want to get into paul thomas anderson i wouldn't say watch boogie nights mm-hmm. that's the, that, that that one doesn't really uh um kind of capture his, his his style mm-hmm. uh that come that 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 comes later anyway but he changes he changes as a filmmaker uh like i think he's about to enter into a third uh, style, in my opinion, I think probably because his last movie made Phantom Thread, I like better than There Will Be Blood. Really? Okay. I, and honestly, I thought it was gonna be his worst movie. Like I saw the trailer and I was like, I, I, I think I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't think I'm gonna like this fucking Paul mm-hmm. Thomas Anderson movie. Went to see it, and I fucking loved it. I was laughing the whole fucking. It's funny. It's yeah. a funny. It, I don't know if it's supposed to be, but it is. Um, but yeah, man, that's a good one. Check that out too. And you said that one kind of recently came out. Yeah, it came out last year actually. Okay. About a year ago, I, I, I saw it in theaters. So yeah, it's 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 about a year old. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm glad you came on to do this. This was fun. No, you're our first guest. Oh, dude, I'm fucking honored. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a it, it, it's fun talking about this shit. It's, it's fun learning, kind of you know what other people's tastes are like mm-hmm. and how we're all kind of similar. You know, yours isn't uh, like. You're not like a film buff, no, but you like yeah. appreciate a good fucking movie mm. too. Yeah, though. like I'm very much like like my buddy Trey. He's very like he's one. If you want to like I was saying earlier, if you want to sit and talk about the actors, the this, the that, the script, the dialogue, the this, like everything about it. Yeah. Oh, he can sit there and like and we can talk like movies that we know we both know a lot about. We can do it. Uh huh. And but yeah, no, I'm more. Um, I'll watch a movie and be like, yeah, I, no, I love that. That movie, that, that movie's great. Yeah. And that's really all I'll know about it is, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And that's really all. I mean, why, why, I mean, unless you're just a fucking hobbyist of it, why, I mean, that's what they're made for. Just fucking, if you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. But um, where can we find you on social media if you even want to be found? Um, yeah, no, it's, it's man, I'm I usually, on Instagram, I'm just uh, Caleb W. Garrett. And it's, if you just want to see pictures of my daughter, like dogs. Um, usually I put up pictures of my wife. Sometimes I put my dumb face up there. Yeah. I'm um, getting drunk and be like, yeah, selfie. Uh, you there on Facebook, just Caleb Garrett. Yeah. You know, and it, uh, yeah, most times just uh, post shit about like, my family. And then like when I got shows. Yeah. You know, people you know, want to, you know, uh, go to one of your shows, see you do stand up. You're one of my favorite comedians in Tuscaloosa. Thanks, man. Probably in the fucking state, honestly. I'll be honest, man. If we can go off on a tangent, like I remember when I first met you, I was like, this dude's gonna be fucking funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Because you weren't like everybody fucking starts out and they're like, you know, either okay or just not good. Yeah. I remember seeing you and like being like, this this dude's got something. Yeah, like you thanks, were just fun. Yeah. You were just had a demeanor about you. It's like even if he ain't gonna be funny, fuck, I'll hang out with this dude. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's what I love about comedy, man. Is just, um, I don't know. I think uh, a lot of comics are fucking weird. <laughs> um, I think we're all pretty fucking weird. To uh, do this, like, you'd have yeah, to be exactly like the fact that all of us at one point were like, man, I think I'm funny. I want to go uh, yell my brain thoughts into him like right. and make people listen to him. That's fucking weird, dude. It is the fact that anyone would want to do that. That much fucking attention is on fucking you. weird, right? You know, and then you got to act like, oh, well, I really like the attention. You just stood up in front of a bunch of people trying to get right. get their prey. Come on, we. I, I'm not buying that whole no. thing, but that's a whole fucking different conversation yeah. for another day for sure. But it's. <laughs> I could go on about that shit all day. I have yeah. on the other one. But yeah, man, thanks for coming. No, please. No, we'll I, have to have you back for sure. No, for sure. I love it.